It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number two. That means we have Ross Tucker in the house. Ross, it is blue-white week. We actually get to talk about a football game. How about that? Yes, and I actually get to go to a football game and not commentate it. Now, I like going to football games and getting paid to go. I'm not going to lie. That's a good feeling. But, Jim, we've talked about this before, I think. I never get to tailgate. I never get to be in the stands and just relax. I never get to go with my wife and kids. You know, I think last year, every year I broadcast at least 25 games, football games, which is awesome, right? The Eagles preseason, I think I did maybe 15 for CBS on college and certainly at least 10 for Westwood One on radio. It's awesome. But I get pretty jealous rolling into all these stadiums seeing people cooking up good food, having some daddy sodas. And to me, that's what the blue-white game is about as much as anything. Is there, can you think of a a single event, Jim, that's as weather-dependent in terms of attendance as the Penn State blue-white game? Like, if it rains, there will be 20,000 people there. If it's a nice day, there will be a lot of people there. And right now... Um, Knock on wood, as we record this, it's saying partly sunny, high of 67. Sounds lovely. Sounds sounds like perfect daddy soda drinking weather. (laughs) We will take that, Ross. In fact, I'll admit this. There have been blue-white games with that great weather where I've shown up, done the tailgating thing, been drinking the daddy sodas, and forgot to go into the stadium. Because it's just more fun tailgating. Well, you know what's funny? I remember the last blue-white game I was at had to be at least five years ago. Okay? Because since my girls have been playing softball, I haven't gone. So this would have been five years ago probably. And went with a friend, and a couple friends, right? They, not me, Jim, but they were insistent on going into the stadium. Now, keep in mind, we all had kids like age five and younger, and we had a couple of them. And I was like, it's going to be too hot in there. They're not going to enjoy it. Jim, we we were parked far away. We walked all the way to the stadium. We went all the way to get seats in the upper deck because it was pretty packed. They're not upper deck, but high up because... There was a lot of people that day. It was a glorious day. All I wanted to do was stay at the tailgate. We were having so much fun. We get in the stadium. They got their picture with their kid for social media, with the field behind them. Look at how much fun we're having. And then the kid had a meltdown or had to go poop or something, and they left. And I was like, (laughs) what just happened? We could still be tailgating. For two more hours. So I will be in the stadium at some point. Uh, but I DVR it. And we can talk about it. But the format's going to be unique, it sounds like. Um, but 
I'll DVR it on Big Ten Network because that's a better way to watch it anyway. I'm really going for the experience of being able to take my family to a game, to be able to tailgate, to enjoy Beaver Stadium. I never get to go because I'm always doing other games. And obviously I watch all the games, so it's cool to be there and to see it. Uh, I grew up going there, as everybody knows now. So by the way, um, if you see me, please say hi. Just say, hey, Ross, how are you? Love Keystone Sports Network. Love listening. Like, I am, I'm not one of those people that doesn't like that. I like that. So say hi. If you want a picture or whatever, that's cool. It's awesome. Let's do it. Same here. I'm going to be at the game. And in fact, I think I remember we saw each other that tailgate because it was the beautiful weather that five years ago, Ross. And I believe I had that discussion with you about staying at the tailgating. But I'll tell you what. This is a game you maybe stay outside and tailgate, necessarily have to go in. But a game where you will go in to see is Penn State-Auburn in the fall. How is that for a segue, Ross? Our I like it. I, lead- I consider myself the master of the segue on the uh, Ross Tucker podcast. That was pretty good, Jim. That was really good. Thank, thank you. Coming from you, I'll, I, that's a real compliment. But... Our buddies at Collegiate Athletic Travel are joining with us, Keystone Sports Network. We're offering you the opportunity to travel to that Penn State-Auburn game. Fantastic setup. There's a charter flight. You get to stay at the team hotel, transport to and from the game, a great tailgate party at the stadium. Dustin and I will be there doing one of our shows. You could participate. For more information, go to athletictravel.com. Or call 800-788-4414. We would love to see you at that game. All right, Ross, let's talk about this blue-white game. First of all, you alluded to this. The It'll be a little different format. They don't have enough offensive linemen to field two different teams. So there'll be an offensive team, a defensive team. It sounds like they'll even be on opposite sidelines, and they're going to do offense versus defense. And perhaps if the offensive line needs a bit of a break, maybe they'll throw in some special teams work. First of all, what effect does that have on anything? Considering this is just a scrimmage anyway, does that matter that they're changing the format? Not really. I mean, it it will matter for uh, the people that are not used to spring games or are not used to seeing a con- a practice, quite frankly. It- it'll be more similar to a practice. I think ideally, Jim, they would have, you know, two and three deep at every position, and they'd be able to run it, like the blue against the white, and that'd be awesome, and I think we enjoy that, and it's a competition like that. Unfortunately, I think the transfer portal has made that very difficult. Because you're not going to have a lot of third-string guys that stick around. And by the way, I don't know that you even want third-string guys to stick around. Right? I mean, I, I, I think it's just a unique, unique situation with the transfer portal. I don't know if other schools are having issues like this as well. You know, they're thinner than they normally would be on the offensive line. They actually lost... I don't know, Jim. I, I didn't keep track, but it looks it like they lost three or four walk-ons that had been there. Um, well, I don't blame those guys. They they did it for three years. They realized they weren't going to play at Penn State, and they wanted to go somewhere else and try to play. I don't blame them at all. But again, before the transfer portal, 
those guys would have stayed there. You know, those guys would have been, and honestly, the blue-white game would have been their big moment. Blue-white game would have been their chance to play in front of family and friends and a pretty good crowd. That's changed. It is funny to see Penn State, uh, not funny, but they're trying to ensure this never happens again. I mean, Jim, every day it feels like another, they get another preferred walk-on offensive lineman. I mean, they are not messing around. If you've been paying attention to Penn State recruiting, they're bringing in a lot of preferred walk-on O-linemen to make sure that this never happens again. You know, bodies matter. Numbers matter in the sport of football. You know, whether it's high school, college, whatever. So, uh, you know, it'll be a unique format. I, I think they could do more seven-on-seven seven stuff. People, um, I think, are a little more familiar with that now because of flag football, because of the proliferation of seven-on-seven seven at the junior high and high school level. They could do a lot of seven-on-seven seven and just not do quite as much actual 11-on-11 work uh, and, and, and not have to tax the offensive line more than you want to. So it matters a little bit, but um, look, it is what it is. They're trying to get as much work in with these guys as they can. Let's get right to the most important question, which is what are you looking for, or maybe even who are you looking for in this uh, scrimmage? Well, I think um, I think there's a few things, right? Uh, you know, I don't expect to make any real declaration about the coaching staff or Yursich. I'm sure he'll have a couple of um, trick plays in there just to get everybody excited. But I don't know that he's going to reveal a whole lot about what he might do in year two. I do think it'll be interesting to see how different the defense is under Manny Diaz. You know, I mean, I don't know if everybody will be able to see it, Jim, or will be able to notice. But I'm curious to see how it looks under Manny Diaz and what that defense looks like. Really curious to see what it looks like, if it's any different. I think the other thing that is pretty clear, it's our first look at some of these freshmen, right? Like, I think everybody's excited to see what Nick Singleton looks like uh, in in blue and white. Uh, Drew Aller as well. By the way, Jim, I said this before, whether it's you or other people, I still don't know if it's Aller or Alar. I, I switch every time. It's, it's like, it's a mental block. And I've been told a couple times what the answer is. It is a mental block for me with that kid. But anyway, I think everybody wants to see what they can do. You know, and the other freshmen too, Bo Perbula and Katrin Allen, Jerry Cross, I think everybody's excited to see what they can do. You know, I I think Zane Durant. You know, we're hearing really good things about Zane Durant at D-Tackle. So I think everybody's excited to get the first look at the true freshman. I think you want to see what Mitchell Tinsley looks like. You know, how, how much of a factor can he be? I don't know what O-linemen are playing. I think everybody would like to see the O-line um, performing better and hope that they can perform better. Um, let's see. Let's see what Fashanu looks like at left tackle. I feel pretty good there. Let's see about the guards. That's a big impact for sure. And then probably the linebackers. You know, the linebackers with middle linebacker in particular, 
with Kobe King and Tyler Elston. So I gave you a lot there, Jim, but those are the things that I'll have my eye on. Probably not while I'm there on Saturday, but when I watch it over again on Big Ten Network. i tell you what. First of all, the Aller, Alar, I swear I heard the kid on a video where he gave his name. I thought he said it, Aller. So that's what I've been going with. Real quick, over-under on Sean Clifford's number of series, I set at one and a half. You going over or under? Well, I'll probably go over. I'll say two, but he's going to be wearing a jersey that they can't hit him. So I, I think okay. they'll give him two jerseys. I mean, two, two, two chances. All right, very good. Stick around. In quarter number three, we're going to take your questions, and we're going to ask Ross. This is Barbara Duran, Penn State alumna. It's been a great honor representing our alumni as a trustee. I am asking that you reelect me, Ted Brown, and Bill Oldsey. Independent leadership working to make sure Penn State provides a quality, affordable education that values success with honor. Re-elect trustees Ted Brown, Bill Oldsey, and Barbara Duran. Vote trustee ballot positions 238. Request your ballot at trustees.psu.edu. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. <laughs> 